Good morning, everybody. This is the American Dream. I'm Grant Salzman here with David Campbell. And David, it's been a while since we've talked. Um, it's been like so long. Yeah, a lot has happened. How was your spring break, David? It was quite swell. I enjoyed quite uh, swell. some U.S. soccer success. Yeah, so. And uh, no, we got a lot to discuss. We do. So the United States qualified for the World Cup for that, the first time did. since 2014. And David, the last time we were on the show, we discussed a nil-nil draw at the Estadio Azteca in Mexico City, Mexico. A result that we both, at the end of the day, looked at and said, you know what? I'll take it. And think how big that point was. Because the United States beat Panama 5-1, and all they had to do because of that point is just not lose by 5 to Costa Rica. They lose 2-0. Who cares? They qualify. David, take us through those two matches. Let's hear about them. What happened? How did the United States qualify for the World Cup? Let's talk about an amazing match. A match where... Do uh, you hear like a fan? I do. I don't know where I it's don't from. Know where it's coming there's from. no fan on. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. Maybe it's when I'm talking. Who knows? Maybe I don't know. It's not, it's not really a big deal to me. Just hope that it's not a big deal to our audience. Let's talk about Panama because Panama was one of the best matches the U.S. has played in a very long time. That was... A Christian Pulisic, a master class uh, at all counts. And Yannick Oscar got a goal from Paul Areola. And it was another goal. Your guy, my, Paul uh, Areola. He's my guy? I did not know <laughs> that he's my guy. And Jesus Ferreira also of course, Jesus bags Ferreira. in a United States men's national team goal. And it was 5 0. 5 1. The, uh, no, no, it was 5 0 after 65 yes, minutes. Yes, but then yes, yes. Panama got a pity goal. In the 86, which luckily didn't have to matter too much in the grand scheme of things. Um, it was absolute domination on all accounts. This ain't here that like Panama had 61% possession. Hey, counterattack. Who cares? Yeah, at the end of the day, who cares? Um, US, played a, U.S. played an amazing match. I mean, they were so clinical in the final third. It was one of those matches you watch your team and you think every time they're touching the ball, I think they're going to score. Mm -hmm. And every time they have the ball in Panama's half, I think this ball's going in the net. That's how I felt, too. Because every time Pulisic touched it, I was so confident that he was going to make the right decision and just make a play. And, you know, he did for a lot of the match. It was certainly an, a, a match that I'll be rewatching just for fun because it was so much fun to watch. Yeah, and it was a great performance. Don't really have anything to add, Pulisic. It seems like finally kind of this World Cup qualifier put the team on his back. Yep. And he said, we're going to the World Cup. And that's basically what we did. Uh, you know, the Costa Rica game, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. You know, I'm not too pressed about it. You Tough environment yeah, very. in Costa Rica. You're coming off this is your third game in like, what, six days? And five days, maybe. I don't know exactly. Six, I believe. But... You're coming off a tough environment, a game you just don't have to lose 5-0. You know, they're not very fired up. The Costa Rican players are because it's the United States. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, I mean, you got to get up for that game, and they didn't, and you kind of saw it. They didn't get – they weren't fired up for the game. I they, mean, they, I mean it was not that they weren't taking it seriously, but it just – it's hard to get up for a game where you just don't have to lose 5-0, and it's – if you, even if you give it your all in draw or win, it doesn't – there's no difference. Yeah, like it literally, 2 0 is the exact same as 4 0, is the exact same as 0 0. Is the exact, is the exact same, same as winning 20 0. Yeah. Like there's no difference between it. You just couldn't have to lose, uh, you didn't have to lose 6 0. Yeah. And, and they didn't. And they and, didn't. And not only that, I was a little surprised that um, the, the, the the formation that Costa Rica rolled out with. They did not go attack because Costa Rica, again, they, they're in the same boat. Uh, it didn't matter it for didn't them. It didn't matter for them either. It they literally, could have lost. They could have lost. 500 to 0 and it would not have mattered. <laughs> yeah, it really um but and they came out in a 5-4-1. Yeah, and I'm like they're not going to be more attacking and just try and like push for goals. If even if you can see you're like okay, well we just it didn't work. But like why would we not at least try and score six? You know, especially after the first one too. Yeah, I agree, but I also think they're in a favorable game, I believe. They're playing New Zealand, correct? Mm -hmm. And yeah, they play New Zealand. Why why get somebody hurt? You know, when yeah. if I'm Costa Rica, I fancy my chances greatly to beat 
Costa Rica. And you're, maybe you're, or, just, you're maybe you're New just, Zealand. Yeah, maybe you're just happy to be in that situation to be in a ah, game where you beat the United States, you can beat New Zealand. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're in a game where it's like, yeah, you know, we think about how much momentum and confidence that gives you instead of going up two zero, going for six, then and then the USA comes two, back two. and three yeah. two two two. You know? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know. And it's a confidence builder. Yeah, I mean, uh, they got to go off a set piece, you know, kind of jammy, kind of got it in, and then both of them were kind of off set yeah, pieces eventually. Yeah, Stefan made a great save. I thought I don't know why he was getting criticized. He made an amazing this, this save. This is something we can talk about for a whole show. And uh, this will be talked about for yeah, either for this a semester, lot. next semester. We will mm-hmm. when we talk about our final twenty-three man rosters. It will be talked about. Uh, he made a great save. Um, it kind of. Went just it fell right to a Costa Rican player after the great save and nothing you can do about it. They scored. They had like it was a it was a he tried to shoot it actually though the the one from the left side of the box mm-hmm. half volley, and then it got and, blocked. And it was it was yeah I mean it got it, it got it was a more of a pass to that yeah. easy tap for mm-hmm. the Costa Rican player on the on the far right post. But and there was nothing Stefan could do about it because he was out of his goal. Yeah, and he was out of goal. He just made a great save and 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 I just don't understand the hate. I no, I really don't. We will dive into this future episodes for sure, but, but uh, no, I, don't hey, I don't understand the Matt Turner love. I, I think Matt Turner's a good goalie. Obviously, he's at Arsenal, but I feel like he has a lot more to prove than yeah, Zach Steffen does. I completely agree. Um, I think Ethan Horvath will I will have a starting job before Matt Turner does, but that's just my opinion. Um, I, I, that's not ridiculous. It's not ridiculous to no. say that. And I think Slonina will be the best goalie the United States will have, and I don't think. Turner or Horvath will be our starter in 26, especially in 30. It's going to be yeah. Slonina. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Slonina is our starter in four years. I mean, that, I think he's that, that good. That's not ridiculous. It's not um, ridiculous to say that. Yeah, I think that this is Stefan's last chance, really, to be the U.S. number one. And if we do go to the Copa America in 2024, I think it's going to be really interesting. That'd be very interesting. Um, and then in between. To see that roster, because we're going to be in between a future generation and already a future generation, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that a lot of the World Cup roster you'll see 2022 will be on 2024, and then a couple of your young studs that are yeah. up and coming, too, will it's be on that. guys like, what about Yadier Yedlin? What about Walker Zimmerman? Yeah, you know? I think those guys are going to be aged out. I think yeah, this is their last cycle with the U.S. I think they know that, too. And then I think your Bellows and your Chris Richards are going to finally start breaking on the scene. James Sands. Yeah, but we'll we'll... we'll Digress. Uh, we got a little off track there. Um, so the United States group. Yes, you know, the World Cup draw group, happened. It, it did happen. The draw happened. For anyone that watched the first hour, like, okay, I gotta go do something else. Like, you missed the great. You missed, you missed the best part. You missed the draw. But you know, I don't blame you for leaving because there was a lot of. It felt like like the Olympic opening ceremony, you know, like you never watch that stuff. You just watch the next day when the Olympics start, and like it, it just felt yeah. like the opening ceremony, <laughs> and it was boring. And they did they did unveil the World Cup song, kind of a banger, kind of a great song. It's better together, right? Is that yeah, I, it's a good song. Hi-ya, hi-ya, hi-ya. Yeah, I love that song, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll play it. And, eventually. The, and the World Cup mascot as well, La La Il, La Il, La Ib, La Ib. That's right. I, I think yeah. Shout out Laib, you know. Before um, um before we get into the soccer side of the World Cup, I guess we should talk a little bit about we'll we'll talk about the groups, but first and foremost, I feel like we should talk about the controversy of the World Cup right now. Well there's a, there's a lot at every World so, Cup. So give you a little yes, but especially this one. So when Qatar was handed the World Cup in two thousand eleven or ten, people were shocked. You know, a country a city-state, basically, the size yeah. tinier than Connecticut. And we all know what it is. It's money. FIFA's a corrupt, corrupt oh, place. I mean, there's I mean, a picture of the president of FIFA in 2018 opening champagne with Vladimir Putin, and obviously we see who Vladimir Putin is today. Yeah. Um, so since the World Cup was handed to Qatar, over 6,500 work, migrant workers on the stadiums of Qatar have lost their lives and funnily enough, every single one has a different alibi of why it wasn't because they were working on the stadium, a different reasoning. And obviously the conditions aren't well. There's a ton of human right um, violations in Qatar. Um, I do believe that many countries will diplomatically protest it, just like the United States did with the Olympics this year in China. Yeah. Um, I think the United States 
is going to protest it, if, whether that comes from the government, from President Biden, or if that comes from the um, Soccer Federation of the United States. I know a lot of the Nordic states have already diplomatically protested and the players have put out um, things. Greg Berhalter did say that they would discuss that. They've been learning about it Mm -hmm. and that when the time was right, the players would come out with a statement. So, yeah, I mean, it's awful to see, honestly, that Qatar, this World Cup is in Qatar. Um, it's, It's sad to see from a FIFA standpoint that FIFA would do that. But it will be... It will be nice to see, hopefully, players come together and unify around this and make, you know, a political stand over something that should be stood over. You know, 6,500 people dying is no small feat. You know, it's not a little slap on the wrist. That's a big deal. It's not something that you can just, you know, gloss over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just so tough to talk about, you know. It's one of those situations where it's like we don't know a ton and everything just seems a little fishy. Yeah, everything's a little sketchy, and it's tough because, like, from a moral standpoint, you know, you're so excited about this. You cannot wait for this World Cup. You're going to enjoy it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But then there's always that, like, thing in the side of your head and the back of your brain that's like, man, like, think about everything terrible that happened there, yeah. you know, that they're even awarded this World Cup, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of issues with the, with the, with the, with the country. With yeah, the city, with the city state, as you said. Yeah, the I mean, city state. yeah, you know, it's it's. Um, I think the three future sites for the World Cup are better. I know that obviously twenty twenty six in Canada, USA, Mexico should be perfectly fine. I hope, and uh, in twenty thirty, there's a lot of bids that are currently in place. I know that there was a United Kingdom bid that I think would be so much. I fun. think that would be amazing. Yeah, in, in the UK, England, oh. and Ireland, and Scotland. Scotland, you know, well. Like, Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland is not part of the United I just, I just Kingdom. I a lot of Irish people with that. And I think that it's going to be really interesting, especially with the World Cup expanding after this year. This is the last year, 32 World Cup teams. So you're going to have 48. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. Like, we're having three automatic bids. The UK would have three, four automatic oh, Wales, bids. Because yeah. if Northern Ireland gets in, a country that's never qualified, well, can't say that. They haven't qualified for a World Cup in a long time. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's on Northern Ireland? There's a very famous song about him. I do. I, I, Will mm. Grigg, the yes. man that scored oh for, was it Ispwich Town in the FA Cup when they beat City Dude, Will 1-0? Grigg is, Will Grigg is that guy. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that, but Will Grigg scored I 1-0. Do, I do know yeah. the name Will Grigg. So, yeah, so a little off track there, but it will be interesting to see World Cup bids, and it will be interesting over the... Next couple months to see what comes of the situation in Qatar and of uh, protest, player demonstrations, all of it. We'll keep you updated on what's going on. But now we get into the fun part. We get into the draw. We get into the soccer. We get into the match previewing. We get into, man, how long? Um, about seven months of preparation for this World Cup. I know, and I just don't feel like it's enough. <laughs> I know? wish I wish the, it was in the USA summer. USA has to play on day one, correct? They do, November 21st. Let's read off the group, shall we? Yes. I'll take Group A. Group A, which in my opinion is the weakest group. I would you agree because the host, of the Qatarian. You host Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, and they're dangerous, and then Netherlands. Okay, quick, out of that group, who's first, who's second? I think Netherlands wins the group. I think Senegal is second. Okay. This will obviously change uh, going forward because it's absolute chaos here. Yes. Group so, B. Group, uh, group B. Group, 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 group B. We'll, go, I'll, we'll go every other one. Okay. Group B is England, the United States, Iran, and a player to be named later. <laughs> Either Wales. We know that Wales will be in the championship game of yeah. this little tournament. Yeah. Um, Scotland or Ukraine yeah. will be the other opponent of the United States in this group. So, David, out of those teams, who would you most want to see and who would you least want to see out of those the three, United States play against? I would least want to see Wales. I would agree with you. I do not want to see Wales at all. However, I would love Scotland for multiple reasons. One, I don't think Scotland's very good. But two, I know Scotland's going to give the England, England an absolute massive test. And, and I bet you they draw that back. And I think we're in the same boat here. It would be amazing to see Ukraine in the World Cup after everything yeah. they've gone through. But from just a pure competitive, I think the United States would still beat Ukraine, and it would be a I great story too. for them to be there. 
but you never want a, to play a team where the world's behind them. Yeah. You look at uh, Japan, and I believe it was the 2010 Women's World Cup. They beat the United States team they had no business of beating after the tsunami. Look at the Red Sox in 2013 after the Boston bombings. Yep. You know, when the world's behind a team, a whole country is behind Destiny. a team. Destiny. Destiny happens. And whether that would be beating England and the United States and winning the group for Ukraine. Yep. You know, I don't think even if they make it, they're a World Cup winning team. No chance. But getting out of the group stage would be destiny would be for them. Winning a game would yeah. be unbelievable. And Wales would also give England a test. They would totally give England. Wales or Scotland would give England a test. Because that, that's, that, that's their match. Scotland I mean, that's the match. drew England at Wembley yeah. in the Euros. And I fully believe Scotland could go in and get a point. 1,000%. 100%. And same with Wales. Because like I said, out of, if you're Wales, if you're Scotland, you're looking, yeah, Iran. Oh, USA, yeah, that's fun to beat them. But England is the, is the red yes. circle around England. Even, they don't care. If they beat England, they don't even need to qualify out of the group stage. They'll, they'll, I, I wonder, that's actually kind of interesting. If Scotland or Wales, well, like, would, you, would you choose a, a win over England or you lose to England but still qualify? Well, do you know the little history about Scotland? Well, I don't know. Scotland and England are the best no, no. rivalry in the sport. They have never qualified out of a group stage at the Euros or the World Cup. Oh, wow. That's Zero times like at major yeah. tournaments have they ever qualified out of the group stage. So you got to fancy our chances then yeah. if we get Scotland. Yeah. But we will break down that group. It's not as easy as people think. No, it's not. It's also not complete, which is a little It's a little weird. You know, yeah. Greg Burrell can do his Iran scouting. He can do his England scouting. There's obviously a ton of that to do. And you got to just scout through the other team. Wait. Yeah. You got to wait until it happens in June and then... You know, you'll take your time. And our first match is against one of them, too. Yeah. Let's move on to, let's get through all the other groups, and then we'll yep. circle back to Group B 100%. Group C, Argentina, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. Mexico, mm-hmm. and Poland. And who's getting out? I like Argentina, and I like Poland. Actually. I would agree with you. I think, I, I, as much as I really think Mexico's a strong squad, this is a tough group. I think this is a group of death, if you ask me. Um, Saudi Arabia's good, too. Saudi Arabia I wouldn't be surprised. Saudi Arabia solid, could dude. beat any of these teams and could yeah. definitely ruin a team's campaign by taking a point off a team. I think this is the group of death, if you ask me. I think it's... Uh, um, I don't, there might be a more, more, more well-balanced group, but... There are three teams. I mean, don't get wrong. I'm sorry, but definitely respectable. But Argentina, Mexico, and Poland are all teams that could make a run. And they all have, uh, you know, great, one, great goal scores. And they also have, yeah, they all have players who can just step up at any time. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you look at Jimenez, Messi, and Lewandowski. And yeah. obviously, Louis is the best goal scorer probably out of that group. And then you have Lionel. the best goal scorer in the world. So. Yeah, and then you have Lionel Messi in the Levin, other one. Levin, and Lewandowski. They live in Gorski. Um, you know, I don't think there's any real group of death, quote unquote. I don't think sure. there's anything that really is like a Belgium, United States, um, <laughs> Germany, Portugal, Germany, United States. In Germany, yeah, Germany, United States, Portugal, Portugal and Ghana. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was a group of death if you would ever yeah. have one. And what was the, there was a big one last time. I can't think of it, but there was yeah, a huge yeah. group of death. So Group D is France. Denmark, Tunisia, and the winner of Australia, United Arab Emirates, and Peru. That one's going to be easy. interesting. I think it's the easiest group by far. However, I think it's easy for France get, and Denmark. We do get a France-Denmark rematch of the Euros, which was one of the best matches yeah. in the history of the world. And I, I think France honestly. won that game, didn't they, in the round of 16 in the Euros? And then they lost in the quarterfinals to Switzerland? Is that what they lost in the quarterfinals of Switzerland? Mbappe missed, but was that the France, quarterfinals? No, France lost to Denmark, dude. Did they lose to Denmark? Yeah, it was Denmark, not Switzerland. I thought Jan Summers saved the penalty versus Mbappe. Oh Is my Summer, gosh! Yeah, they That's lost to correct. Switzerland. My bad. Yeah, they I lost to Switzerland. My, I got my flags mixed up. They lost to Switzerland in the round, uh, in the quarterfinals. But Denmark and France did play in the round of sixteen, and like you said, it was an amazing match. It was. It you was, weren't it was. wrong. They played a no, great it was, game. It was. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, out of the Australia United Arab Emirates, no, they were they were in group. They're the same group. Ah, that was the good game. Denmark, yeah, France, and Denmark in the group. made it. Denmark made it out. Um, it was a did it was Denmark a get a draw? Gotcha. It was a nil okay. nil draw. I remember it being a really good game. And I have the groups here from 2018. And I don't, which one's the group of death? Group D with Croatia, Argentina, Nigeria, and Iceland, or was it Group F with Sweden, Mexico, South Korea, and Germany? Both of those are really good. Yeah, I don't. Or Group H I guess, with Colombia, Japan, Senegal, and. I guess there's no group of death really there either. There was not a big one here, but real quick, David, out of Australia, United Arab Emirates, and Peru, who's getting out of that joining this group? I'll say Australia. I think Australia is the best team in it. 
but they are struggling. They're in they really are. bad form. They should have just made it out before. Yes. They shouldn't have had to go to this playoff. No, they let Saudi Arabia beat them. And the, um, we didn't let Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia beat them. <laughs> Saudi, I know. They poor form. Saudi Arabia beat them for the second spot in the uh, Asian qualifiers. And now they got a tough game against a United Arab Emirates team, which if they get in, it's like a home World Cup for them. They yeah, are it's right there. Right next to Qatar, both tiny countries. Mm-hmm. Right next to them, you'd have two huge oil merchant, oil merchant three. Is it just Saudi Arabia? Is, is it just because I'm a city guy. Yeah, what's big, going on here? big oil uh, takeovers coming over for David. Oh my um, god! But I think you got to fancy Peru's chances too. Now Peru also has a leg up. Only has to play one match, obviously. It's like the play-in in the NBA, you know. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I think with the Tunisia, and let's say Australia gets out. You have to like their chances a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they have a chance because whoever wins that Tunisia-Australia game probably just has to get a result versus Denmark or France. Yeah. No easy task. No easy I, task. I'm, I think France is going to go undefeated. France but if you if you matches. somehow draw Denmark, then all of a sudden, if you lose 1-0 to France and you both beat Tunisia by 1 and Denmark loses 2-0, you're in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a path definitely for an Australia and Peru United Arab Emirates team out of this group. I yeah. don't think it will happen. But yeah, there's, there's the path. So let's do it. What's your what's your I, top I'm going two? France can win the group with three wins, and then I'll play it safe and go Denmark. I would agree. I think I think Denmark might drop points against a Tunisia or an Australia, but yeah, I think they're, they're strong. You know, they have no. I know, but I think Christian Eriksen's back. He's playing in great form. Yeah. I think they go four points and they make it out of the group. Okay. Group E. Spain. Uh, you have another plan, uh, but you have Spain. New Zealand versus Costa Rica, mm-hmm. that goes World Cup, and then Germany and Japan. So who makes it out? Costa Rica, New Zealand. I'm gonna. I think it's Costa Rica. I think the confidence boost from the win over the USA, what you mentioned earlier, is gonna play a huge role. I think that. Um, I think that they're. I, I think this is their time, man. I, they look so good, and a Kaylor Navas. This would be the group of it, death, in my Ka- opinion. Kaylor Navas has the. Has the potential to steal a game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he totally does keep New Zealand on a clean sheet. I think that Navas, I think Costa Rica needs to get it done early versus New Zealand because I think a New Zealand team with hope and they don't have a ton of big talent. Mm. I believe Chris Wood is New Zealand. Is he from New Zealand? I don't know. He's their best player if he is. I think he's from New Zealand. I don't think he's an Aussie. But. I get those two mixed up sometimes. Their flags are so similar. But I think that Costa Rica needs to get it done early. Get one or two by them in the first half because a New Zealand team with hope that could take you at the extra time, maybe penalty is not good for Costa Rica. I think, let's say Costa Rica gets out, dangerous. 100% dangerous to make it out, to upset a Germany or Spain. 1,000%. I think they'll beat... A, Japan's always good out of Asia. But they're a little... They're a little down. You know, they're not as this good as they've team. been. It's mm-hmm. not their best team. I think Costa Rica will beat Japan, but I still think Costa Rica and Japan are big threats to take a point or two off Germany or Spain with a draw or even beating them, you know. I really like Germany this year and I picked I them to win the group. Same place is a little dicey. I think it's Spain, but I you know, Spain's had some issues with the World Cup. It's a tough group. They and they've had some, some Ever since two thousand ten they've had yeah. They haven't you know? been, yeah. They haven't so, been. I think they bounce back. Spain. It's a new era of Spanish football, and they have enough talent. Whether that's, I mean, I'm Eric Laporte now is a uh, switches yeah. nationality to Spain, so from uh, French. French. So, and you also have Rodri, a couple city guys. Got to mention them, but uh, you know, Arzabal up front, Morata. I'm assuming will make the, will make the squad. Pedri. Pedri, of course, the young stud is Ansu Fati. Maybe gonna make the, the probably squad if he's healthy. Now. Yeah, I mean, um, well, um, what about Chelsea legend Pedro. Probably. I mean, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know where that guy is. <laughs> I don't nowadays. know where that guy is. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. But David Silva, you know. Yeah, he's going to. Gerard yeah. Moreno's really good, I think. Yeah, he's in form. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting. We're predicting the best two teams in each group to go through, and we all know that's not going to happen. So yeah. next we got Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Tough, tough draw for Morocco, <laughs> to say the tough least. Tough draw for Morocco. They have uh, Zayec after a fallout with. The coaching staff is not going to play for Morocco. That's they brutal. still have a lot of talent there, and like I said, I I don't. I think Belgium's getting through. I know Croatia's the runners up, 
of 2018. Mm-hmm. They didn't look great at the Euros. This generation's kind of old. They do have just Luka Modric that plays outstanding for, for them. Country. He is unbelievable. I, I think that this is a toss-up between Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. I think it's I think everyone will probably get a win. I think that it might come down to who can get a point off Belgium, honestly. I think those three are gonna really beat each other up, and I think four points will be enough out of this group. I think Belgium yeah. probably advances with I seven think Belgium points. Belgium wins the group. Yeah, um, I could see. I could totally see Canada getting second, man. But I could see Croatia going through, and I could even see Morocco going through. They're a good team still, Morocco. They're solid. You know, they're just solid at the back. They're they are play with a lot of unity. But I think that it's really Belgium, Canada, Croatia. I would love and, to see. Uh, you know, I'll make sure Alfonso Davies is healthy. Yeah, I he played for Bayern, I believe. That's good. I think I was he was playing for Bayern versus Villarreal this Wednesday. I would not be shocked if it's Canada and Croatia that go through and Belgium's out. This golden generation is disappointed That's over and over a, again. That is a bold take there. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I, I wouldn't be shocked. Will, I think we're going to go Belgium 1, Canada 2. I will, I'll agree with that. I feel bad for Croatia. Yeah. Do you want to move on to that script? Do you want to take a break? We got one left. We got two left. Okay, let's do G and H, and then we'll take a quick break. Sounds good to me. Group G, really tough group. So well balanced. Brazil, Serbia. Switzerland, Cameroon. Yeah, that is it's... a tough group because there is no easy game. And you look at every team. I want to say, with all due respect, the teams what I say. But you look at you look at Group A. You know, Qatar is kind of your worst team there. Group B is clearly Iran. Group C, like Saudi Arabia, is on a lower level. They're not sure. Not not saying they can't win. You know, Group D, Tunisia. Not saying they can't win. I don't think Group G has that. Group G doesn't have a team that's insanely remarkable other than Brazil. But they also don't have a team that's like a pushover. At all. Yeah, and Cameroon, I mean, they had probably the most dramatic qualifying ever yeah. I've seen. So the way it worked in Africa was you played a two-leg. After you got out of your group, ten teams, five qualified, you played a two-leg tie against a team, but it's still away goal rules. So in extra time, it's 1-1 one, one on aggregate. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, that's how, because each one finished 1-1. One, one. Algeria scores, you know, um... They're going to the World Cup, but it came with about two minutes left in extra time. Cameroon comes down, Equalized. gets a ball in the box. They equalize. Now they're head on away goal rule, and they qualify for the World Cup. Dumb way, in my opinion. I think you should go straight to penalties. Me but too. Cameroon's in, and Serbia's no pushover. They beat Portugal in their group. You know, they're they dangerous. Won their group. I wouldn't want to be Switzerland or Cameroon because I think Brazil's going to advance pretty easy. Not easy. I think Brazil will advance. But Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon, these are all tough. And I would not be shocked if Serbia gets second. They totally could. They totally could. I mean, they had um, one of the more surprising qualifying rounds out out of everyone in the country, not just in Europe. I mean, they won their group over the favorites, Portugal. And... You know, you look at Serbia, thinking to yourself, why is Serbia? Why, why Serbia? I don't know. Mitrovic. <laughs> but they are, I mean, they are some, they're, they're a team that has a lot of, that no one really wants to see. It's one of those where it's like, they shouldn't be good, but they, they, could, they could knock us down. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think Switzerland's better than them, but there's a reason why Switzerland didn't win their group. You know, yeah. Serbia did. I believe Switzerland did win their group. Maybe I'm just tweaking. They beat... The Italians, actually. Dramatic. Jorginho missed two penalties in two games for Switzerland. The last game of the uh, tie of the, you know, the group stage, Switzerland defeated Italy, and that's why the Italians had to play North Macedonia. Italy obviously doesn't qualify. I'm going Brazil. I want to go Serbia really bad. I think it's going to be Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, then Cameroon. So Brazil and Switzerland. I'll go go Brazil, Switzerland, too. I think they're they're just too good. These could change. These are just our knee-jerk reactions right off the bat. Yeah, this will absolutely change. You know what? We're going to go to a quick break. We have one group left, Grant. You know what? But there's a lot I want to dive into with this group H. Okay. okay. I think it's going to be really interesting. So let's take a quick break. We got group H and then all United States men's national team talk, group B after. Ranger 
Ranger Station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update! I'm gonna let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I think Kid A is probably their best single album. Uh, my favorite individual song is Life in a Glass House, the perfect uh, mixture of harmony and chaos. Ken Bone, Radiohead, KCOU, My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Salute Your Sports is back and better than ever. Tune in at our new time, 12 p.m. on Fridays on KCOU 88.1 FM and at our website, kcou.fm. Salute Your Sports is going on our 11th year strong, the longest-running Mizzou-centric KCOU radio show. And you can catch myself, Zach Berman, David Campbell, and Adam Busek as we talk all things Missouri Tigers. Once again, 12 p.m. Central on KCOU 88.1 FM. Hey, this is Tommy Wiseau, and you listen Columbia KCOU 88.1 FM. Hopefully you have a groovy time. Welcome back to the American Dream. I'm Grant Salzman here with David Campbell. You're listening to the student voice of the Missouri Tigers, 88.1 KCOU FM. And David, I said that we're going to deep dive in this group H a little bit. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. The weakest team in this group is Ghana. I know it's weird to say. It is weird to say. They got with by. Our, with our history. I don't think they should have qualified. They got by on a dumb away goals rule, 1-1 one, one against, um, I I can't think of the top of my head who they beat. Let me look that up real quick. They qualified over Nigeria. Sad to see no Nigerian team here this year. 1-1 one, one on a ways goal rule. They qualify and... They are down this this qualifiers. You know, they, they aren't as good as they were in 2010, 2014. Um, I do think that they'll probably get last in this group. But then you uh, have yeah, Portugal, Bruno Fernandes, um, Diego Jata, Cristiano Ronaldo. This team is stacked. I mean, yeah, this Portugal team luckily did get through, so we get to watch them. Yeah. We have to go to South Korea, which a player that I would not want to play against ever in his when he's playing for his country, Hing Ming Son. I oh mean, my God, yeah, he's unbelievable. We saw what he did against Germany in 2018. Even though they didn't qualify, they knocked Germany out of the World Cup. Um, and then you have Uruguay, which Luis Suarez and Edison Cavani, their last chance. They're a really good team too. And I think it's gonna. This is gonna be one of the most entertaining and fun groups, maybe besides Group B. And just, you have no idea who's going to go through. Any team in this group could win it, and any team in this group could lose it. I think my prediction will be Portugal 1, South Korea 2. And Uruguay and Ghana miss out. I got to give a shout-out to Uruguay. That's Harrison Vafnik's favorite team. I know it's Harrison's favorite team, but I'm sorry, Harrison. I don't think they're good enough this this year. And honestly, as, as crazy it sounds, I think you're right. Portugal wins the group. Portugal can make a run, man. I think so, too. Can I it's Ronaldo's last season. 
Am I about to hop on the Portugal train now? All I'm saying is if Argentina and Portugal both win their groups, there's a path to see them both. Argentina, Portugal, and the World Cup final. There's a path. The internet would be broken if that happened. That would be the greatest, like one of the history soccer matches of all time. But I'm going to go Portugal 1, and I'll go South Korea 2. I'll follow suit. That might change. That one I'm really not confident in whatsoever, but... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. It is a great group. It is one to watch. Four teams, all of which could surprise. Ghana makes it back, which is great to see. We're not with Ghana, thank goodness. Um, love those guys, though. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I really got. So here we go. Here's what you've been waiting for Group B. We've talked about it. The United States has history with the two teams they know of already. David, do you know how many times the United States has beat Iran in a competitive match? How many times? Zero. They're 0-1. Wait, really? They <laughs> dramatically lost at the 1998 World Cup, and they failed to make it out of the group. Iran, I believe, did. They lost 2-1. They also have a draw at a competitive match with Iran. And versus England, they've never lost in a World Cup. They're 1-0-1 with a win and a draw. And in 1950, they served what English fans call it the most embarrassing loss ever. Yeah. That knocked England out of the World Cup. They beat them 1-0 in 1950. A Haitian scored the goal for the United States. That's crazy. And he was – it was a team of part-timers for the United States versus all pros. Um and it was one of the biggest upsets, still is one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history. Joe Gatanes, Gatanjans, Gatanjans, I believe it's Gatanjans. What are you saying, dude? He scored the only goal on June 29th, 1950, for the United States that beat England. And then in 2010, you've seen the goal, Clint Dempsey scores it. It's bobbled by the keeper. It goes in 1-1. The New York Times read a 1-1 win for the USA <laughs> as they topped that group. So, you know, a lot of history. And, I mean, it's a tough group. It's going to be interesting. It is, it, yeah, yeah. It's a good draw. But do it's you, a good draw, but it's also a tough draw. Do you fancy the United States' chances? I do. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm always been an optimistic guy when it comes to all my teams. I may or may not have picked the St. Louis Cardinals to win the World Series this year. I would love that. Tyler O'Neill MVP incoming. I don't disagree. It's a tough group. It's a fun group, first of all. M- more than anything else. The amount of bat history Whatever every team get. has with each other is yeah. insane. The only teams that really don't have history are like Iran and like Scotland or yeah. Wales. When if you if we did get a Scotland or Wales, this would be an unbelievably awesome group. Because you have like a ton of teams who want to target England with us, obviously. USA versus England. I mean it's a rivalry that's gone back to seventeen hundreds, <laughs> the day after Thanksgiving, 1 I o'clock. I think it will be the most watched soccer game in the United States history. No one's working on Fridays, really. Nope. The day after, I mean, the day after Thanksgiving, no one's working. It is going to be amazing. It's going to be a great game. And, you know, I don't want to look too far ahead of ourselves. But the Group B winners and the second place in Group B, the people that the teams that make it out of the group get to play Group A. Yeah. Which we said we believe is which the weakest. Which is the weakest group. Now, let's say the United States gets second, right? Mm-hmm. And Netherlands tops Group A. Just but in theory. It's a tough match. Normally, you would have to play a Belgium, Spain, um, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, one team from Pot A. You're playing a Pot 2 team, which I'm not saying we're going to beat Netherlands. The Netherlands. Holland is a great team. Yep. Not yeah, Erling, uh, but one of the um, yeah. When I say like yeah, one of the strongest I think defense. Yeah, yeah. In and they have the entire world. Memphis Depay. They have Frankie De Jong. They have uh, Danjuma um, Grunewald. Yeah, Matthias De Litt. and they have a lot of they have Virgil, uh, Gravenbach. Yeah. If he's on the if squad, he, he by probably then. will be. Yeah, they Ooh, have who's a in goal. Chilison? I think so. Yeah. Okay. They have a lot of talent. You know, they have VVD, and that's someone you don't want to play. But it's a better draw, I think, than any other team. And if you get first, a Senegal a team Senegal? who I think is a dark Maybe horse, Ecuador, but I think you're better than a Senegal or Ecuador. And I don't know if history, 2010 is the only World Cup ever where the host doesn't make it out. So if Qatar somehow makes it out, you mm-hmm. know, 
you're going against a tough Qatar team that we've already beaten in the Gold Cup with our B team, but it's at Qatar. It's going to be a tough match. But you got to fancy the United States' chances to maybe have a quarterfinals run here. And speaking of what we're hoping to see, David, what is your expectations? What will the United States have to do for you to look back after it's over and say, you know what, that was a successful World Cup for the United States? For me, it's just make it out of the group. I agree. For me, it's make it out of the group. Um, I don't expect to win it. England's clearly a better team than us. 100%. That doesn't mean they'll win the group, but they're clearly... On paper, they are the better team. I agree. If we get first, second, make it out, then I'm okay with. I'll look back at that and I'll be happy. I'll be happy with with the USA's performance that that'll build into a 2026 automatic qualification. So don't worry about that. Yeah, and I think that's the hope. You know, make it out of the group. We both said it. This year is not the year. No, I think that if you make it out of the group. Ever you play in the round of 16, you're going to be disappointed if you lose to. You're going to want to beat them. Yeah. But then once I think you get to the quarterfinals, you're if like, they get like there, France. then it's going to be just house money. You know, Let's yeah. go see if we can beat France. I think that's the team that like 90 minutes. Let's they see, would let's probably see, beat play in the quarterfinals. Yeah. But obviously, it's the World Cup. I think it happens. Yeah, and I mean, that's go play with house money if you make it out of the group and win the round of 16 game. They need to focus on the group stage, obviously. Don't look ahead. It's a tough group. So... Let's just quickly preview each team in the group. Iran. They've made it to their fourth straight World Cup. I don't know much, but we're going to have a special episode the next four or five weeks, I believe is all we have left, where we preview each team, deep dive into their players. They're ranked 21st in the FIFA World Cup or the FIFA rankings. Which is really good. Take that with a grain of salt. Okay. But it's really good for Iran. And I've been impressed. You know, they... Asia is not easy to qualify out of, no, and they've a, done it four really times. Tough, it's a tough area to go. And with. so it's going to be a tough game for the United States. There's no easy pushover here. I think they should beat Iran, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Next, you get England. You know, obviously, the history of England. They, they made football. They started soccer. Um, Harry Kane, uh, just to name a few names, Harry Kane, Luke Shaw, Reese James, Trent Alexander-Arnold. I mean, look at all the depth they had just at right back. Uh, you got Pickford and Nett. You got Phil Foden. You got Calvin Phillips. Tommy Aber- Tammy Abraham is in the best form of his life right now. Might get a call-up. Yeah, you might. got Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, Bukayo Saka. I mean, you have just some of the most talent an England team's had in many, many years. The England squad is, I mean, they're, they're one of the best teams in the world. Yes, and I think many people believe in England. This is this is this is the year they had their their little uh, semifinal run. They in made the semifinals in 2018. Euros. Lost heartbreakingly yep. to Croatia on pens. I believe they yep. lose on pens the Italy in the Euro final at Wembley Stadium. So no, I don't think that it's going to be an easy task. That match at, at all. 7 a.m. England Iran is the first match at 7 a.m. Yes, the opening wow. game of the World <laughs> Cup starts at tough. 4 a.m. And David, question. I will be awake. Over, I'm watching that match. <laughs> over Thanksgiving break is the opening round of the World Cup. Yeah. Will you be waking up at 4 a.m. to watch every game that oh, day? Oh, yeah, dude. Heck, I agree. Heck yeah. Yeah, you I will be me? too. Only happens well, every Mor- once in four Morocco, years. Croatia. Here's, <laughs> here's my thing when I'm thinking maybe a 5 a.m. wake up call for the first games. They're not going to be as good. Wake up, watch the second half, get ready for that big first game. USA like big was second so game, clean. yeah. It'll be under the lights in uh, in Qatar. As yeah, well. that's like a ten o'clock local time kickoff. Yeah, that's been crazy. Getting up at uh, maybe maybe uh, I really want to watch uh, Senegal Netherlands though. Wake up! That's a great go match. do it. I probably yeah. will. Um, so then you have Ukraine possibly. Yarmolenko's on that team. Um, Dude, we should. Are you going to be here? I will be going let's, home let's for spring breakfast. break. I will I'll be going home. Oh, maybe I'll come over not the spring, first. Spring break. It's November twenty oh, first. Sorry, not spring break. Thanksgiving break. Well, we'll be back November Monday, November twenty first. We have school that day, do we? Yeah, we do. We'll be back. Well, David doesn't have yeah. school. Yeah, David watch the World Cup. <laughs> so Ukraine has Yarmolenko. They have a really yep. good striker on at, at Atlanta. I can't think of his name. He's been scoring bunches for them in like Europa League and in Syria. Um, Scotland, you know. They have Andy Robinson. They have Shea Adams. They have um, Kieran Turney, Tierney. Um, they have uh, McTominay yeah. from Man United. A lot of good talent on that team, too. And 
they just played together. You know, they're just very united. They love their country, and they want to go win, and they want to beat England, to say the least. They, they would do anything to beat England. And then you have Wales, who Gareth Bale just comes out, and he plays for Wales. He, he plays well for Real Madrid. I don't understand the hate at all over Gareth Bale. But he can come That's out. That's your guy. Gareth Bale's your guy. I love Gareth Bale. Yeah. And he comes out and he can just compete yeah. for Wales, and that's dangerous. He can put three by a, two by a, the winning goal, bicycle kick it in. He can score from long. He can do anything for this Welsh team. And he's dangerous. He's someone I don't want to face because I don't know who will mark Gareth Bale. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have the... I don't know who's going to mark Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, is it, is it and Jaden Sancho. Anthony Robinson. That's going to comes from the right. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting Walker's for our players. Harry Kane is going to be a trip. <laughs> That's going to be it's, an absolute trip. It's going to be interesting, but same thing. Is Harry Maguire going to give us a goal? You know, he's in terrible he's, form. He's awful. Yeah, he's in awful form. Change that. They play. Do they play five at the back. England's weird, probably. Southgate, it's Southgate ball versus uh, Burhalter ball, and both of them are ugly forms of soccer. They're not beautiful. It's not the beautiful game when those two go against each other, but it will be interesting. Just, David, what's kind of your overview opinion just on this group in total, just on each team? Just Is there a feasible path where the United States either wins this group or gets last place in this group? Because I think there's a chance of both happening. Yeah, there's a chance of a team like Wales gets in, and then our first match is against them, and they beat us. That could happen. I mean, it just could happen. And then you're in a win-or-go-home game against England. It's only happened, I believe, a couple times ever that a team lost their first game and went on to qualify for the round of 16 in the World Cup. Yeah. So it's tough. And um, all I know is is that that first game is going to be monumental because you don't want to have to have, you don't want to have to go in England and get points. No, you don't want to have to be a make or break result versus England. You want to beat Wales or Scotland or um, or Ukraine, get that over, get three points in your pocket. England will probably beat Iran, mm-hmm. and then maybe I think best case scenario for the United States is a win against. Whoever they play first. Of course. Maybe a loss against England, but then a tie between Iran, Scotland, and Wales. Yeah. Or Ukraine. And then we go beat Iran in four points, gets us in. You know? That could happen. There is a world where that's the case. Yes. It might be this one. There's a world where three points gets you in. There is a world where three points gets you in. It just depends on a lot of other matchups. It really depends on whom. I'm, I'm telling you, if Scotland or Wales... Makes it out of that qualifier. They will be, I'm telling you, they're drawing England. They're, they're going, going to get a point against England. I agree. Yeah. And I think that it's it's going to be crucial that we at least get a point against that team. It's going to be, I think it's a win, must-win situation that first game of the World Cup. Because if you only get a point, then you lose to England, then you're going against Iran. You and need to win. Like, then, really, you need to win. Yeah, you have to beat Iran, and then you need a result to go your way in England versus England. Scotland. We'll just say Wales is getting out of this group. We'll just say that. They're the best team in it. They're going to be the fourth team for when we talk. Then you got to get a result. Hope for England to beat Wales, probably. Yep. So it's going to be tough. I think that first game is crucial. We saw when we beat Ghana in 2014, we only got one more point in that group and we qualified. And I think that's going to be, it's going to be detrimental loss for our World Cup hopes. I don't think we get out of the group if we lose that first game. I really don't think we do either. Uh, man, this is going to be so much fun, but so much stress. I mean, it's really going to be nonstop stress every time I talk about this for the next six, seven months. Um, I, I agree with you with Wales getting through. I actually think Ukraine beats Scotland, but I think Wales beats Ukraine. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't put that past happening. I think Scott, I think it's going to be. Like, I feel like if Ukraine can beat Scotland, I feel like they can just go on the run. Like, if Ukraine's going to lose a match. I think they lose to Scotland. Be, it's going to be the Scotland match, you think, I think, right? Yeah, I agree. I think it's yeah. going to be Scotland-Wales. But I think if Ukraine wins, they're in to the World Cup. I think they're going to be Wales. Right. Man, that's crazy to think about that because like, it's one of those things. They, they've had the training issues, obviously, with not having to train as much. And, and, and um, just everything with their country is just awful. But it's going to be really tough for Ukraine because they're going to have to play a game at the Ibrox in Scotland. And then if they win that game somehow, they're going to have to play in Cardiff versus the Welsh team that plays amazing in Cardiff. So 
either way, the support is going to be against them. It's going to be crazy to see. It's going to be so interesting. I think the United States gets out of this group. I think they do, too. Seven points wins this group. I think four gets you through. The United States is going to get five points. They're not going to lose a game. They're going to go to the round of 16. They're going to beat Iran. I think they beat Iran. I think they tie England, and they tie Wales. Yeah. Five points gets through. Five points get you through. I completely agree. And I and I, I and I yeah I will wait to see who we get with Wales, Scotland, Ukraine. I think it's Wales, and if we do play them, I think we'll draw. We'll draw England. That Iran match is going to be absolutely terrifying. It's two points in a victory. Um, yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that. And then also England has to get a result versus Iran. If they have if they happen to draw against us, and they happen to draw against um, a Wales team, which I think they will. I think they'll draw against Wales. Yeah, it's so. going to be really interesting. I think any team can make it through, and I'm excited. Um, David, what team do you want to break down in depth next Friday? We'll go through all their players, go through our, who we think that let's do, let's they're do starting it. 11. Let's, let's, let's get Iran out of the way. Yeah, let's get Iran. It's a team we probably know the least about. Yeah. So let's talk about Iran next Friday. Next it, Friday. We're going to talk Iran. about the matchups. If we match up well, if we don't, maybe watch a little film of Iran. Yeah. Look up some stuff, do a lot of research, and we'll get you all you need to know about Iran next Friday. But we're running out of time, and... I'm going to leave you with one more thought. What's that? That this is going to be the most exciting World Cup for the United States, maybe since 2010. Maybe since ever. We're winning the whole thing. Ever. I, this is what happens. I get so excited. We're going to pl- be playing December 18th Yeah. in the World Cup final. I'm so excited to watch USA um, versus Brazil in the World Cup, in the World Cup final. Wouldn't it will be, be amazing. It will be awesome. So... That is the American Dream. I'm Grant Salzman with my co-host, David Campbell. We'll be back next Friday at 9 a.m. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the Masters. And enjoy opening weekend of the MLB and a huge game, City-Liverpool. Oh, yeah. City wins 2-1. On Sunday. So enjoy the sports, everybody. You have a great weekend, David. You as well.